everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro, the podcast where we're watching Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode, and Chad has never seen Lost before. Except for all the times that I watched Lost in order to record the previous episodes of this show. Yeah, so you've seen the ones that we've watched and talked about. Yeah, but I've never watched Lost other than that. And also, I'm here for some reason. My name is AJ. And uh, today we have a special guest joining us. It's John Yabez. Hello. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Oh, it's good to be here. I, uh, I'm kind of a Chad. I'm kind of on Chad's boat. I watched uh, some of the episodes from season one, and that's about it. So the episode we watched today thoroughly Confused made me you. feel lost. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotcha. so before you watch this episode. Uh, what, what would you say that uh, your feelings towards Lost were? Mm. <clears throat> so I remember, like, I watched Lost initially when it first aired. So, like, I was coming off of, like, Cast Away and all that kind of stuff and, like, airplanes crashing. And uh, it was totally different from what I remembered. <laughs> it was totally, <laughs> the show was totally different from what I expected it to be. I thought it was going to just be, like, a lot of, like, Cast Away. Right. You know, like, them, like, Cracking open coconuts with <laughs> with ice skates and uh, you know making inv- invisible friends and so like, I, th- I think as soon as it was getting all wonky, I kind of walked away from it. <laughs> the wonkiness did it confuse you? Did it irritate you? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Like it was such a long time ago, I, I might have just like fallen into something else I was really into. So yeah, that was a weird. You know what? You mentioned that 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 was a weird ass time. Like in the early 2000s, we kind of yeah. were as a country obsessed with like crashes, right? There was like Lost, there was Castaway, like you said. There was like I don't know, just felt like that was kind of heavy. Yeah. Oh, and it was it was post 9/11, and we all kind of had it in the back of our heads, and it was part of the zeitgeist of just like, oh, what happened if a plane crashed? And you yeah. To, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true, right? Like, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was everybody was just thinking about planes crashing. Oh, that was a dismal thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a lot of other things to think about nowadays. Yeah, it's a weird thing about history, man. It's never you can predict it things, and you can't stops. predict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know who thought like a small, small orange hand man would be running the country. <laughs> no, we've just dated this podcast. <laughs> yeah. What did do they not know about the Oompa Loompas that come back in twenty uh twenty twenty to run for president? When you find these recordings in the uh, debris of uh Oompa Loompa Doopity Doop I've got an executive order for you. <laughs> so today's episode that we're talking about is season six, episode four, The Substitute. But not the cool movie with who is it, Rucker Hauer? Think so. Yes. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I think Mark Anthony was in like the substitute, the substitute. Three or something. I think he was in the first one. He was in the first there's one? like a Hispanic gang in that, right? And like, like you're talking about Mark Anthony, uh, Mr. X J Lo? Yes. And I remember Rick Howard throwing him through a window. Wait, so he played Do you know what that's called? Defenestrating. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, what is it called? Defenestration. Yeah. To throw somebody through a window. Yep. Holy fuck. I didn't know there was a word for that. It is. <laughs> this is. That's the word of the day. Mm-hmm. Write that down on your calendar, H.A. <laughs> I will. That will be my new word of the day calendar. To throw for... someone through a window is to defenestrate. Jesus. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. That'd be like a really confusing, uh, a really confusing threat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me defenestrate you. You ready to get defenestrated, bro? Huh? Bro? What would you say to me? Defenestrate. Wait. Could you oh. use that in a sentence? 
defenestrate you. Right back. I'll defenestrate you so hard. Defenestrate him. <laughs> I'm going to defenestrate your face. I think that's what they say at the end of Mortal Kombat, right? Right before you kill the guy. Finish so. him. By defenestration? <laughs> yeah, because they had the... Uh, the extra blood mode and then like the the no blood mode where you couldn't you didn't kill anyone yeah so when you would do like a fatality or something you would just knock them through a window what yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that huh. I, uh, so uh what happened in this episode <laughs> well according to wikipedia this is a john locke episode and in 2007 the man in black attempts to recruit james ford her sawyer and reveals the survivor's purpose on the island and meanwhile jacob's bodyguards led by Ilana, decide to bury john locke and in the flash sideways, John Locke tries to balance his life after he is fired from his job. Womp womp. Wait, how many seasons were in Lost? Six. This is the sixth season. Yeah, this was final season. This is in 2007? The show takes place in 2007. This was shot in 2010 and aired on TV in 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. Lost was already like a decade old. Even older than that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're all old. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this 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 podcast and this show makes us all aware of our mortality. But not knowing anything that happened before or after this, mm. I'd have to say like this is a very interesting episode from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely made me curious. But it also made me very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you curious about? Uh, just like everything. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, curious and confused. That that would uh, also describe like your college era sex life. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you just want to, you want to, you want to, you don't want to come off like that, right? You want to just want to make it look like you know what you're doing. You know, like you you know how to rev the engine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like some, but you know, there's some ladies that are into like the whole naive thing. You know. <laughs> But those are the women I think you have to be aware of too. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of weird in its own right. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, what some, sent some... us down this path? <laughs> I'm so lost right now. Ah, you uh, said it. Yeah. <laughs> some women get hot when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> that I believe is true. I, I just like it when people are on our podcast and they say that they feel lost. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> We start with Locke, which they paint him out to be the universe's biggest loser <laughs> on this episode. And the, like, the, oh, yeah. the crazy thing about how much he's getting shit on in this episode is, remember, this is heaven. This is heaven yeah. for him, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the, the gateway to heaven? They're almost this is in heaven. heaven's lobby for okay. him. It, this just shows me because like, we've seen all these all the other Flash sideways where it kind of seems like a lot of the characters, especially one that we saw in this one, Hugo Hurley, like mm. he... They seem to find like this peace or this calm or this, I don't know, this acceptance of themselves. And they all kind of have it. Like, not all, but some of them, some of these characters. But John Locke does not have an acceptance of himself. You can see in the Flash Sideways, like, he tortures himself. Like, that's that's his idea of the holding room is to be shit on, you know, to still not have his legs. Yeah, he can't walk in his, his fantasy world. Wait, so, like, oh, that, that, uh, <laughs> the, the thing that looked like it was, like, a uh, regular life or a or flashback, flashback or something. Yeah, yeah, that's actually an alternate reality. That's a construct uh, created uh, to house all of them until they're ready to ascend to heaven. All the characters that met on the island eventually die, and they set up a place for them to meet each other. And this is like Chad said in this afterlife world, where they all have to meet up together in this afterlife to move forward onto the next thing. Oh wow! <laughs> what? <laughs> That is the appropriate reaction to what we just told you. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so all of them are stuck on this island. And yeah. then, so the only way to escape is to die. And the, but when you die, you still have to go through another thing before you can just find peace. Yes. Yeah. And yes. like, and it's supposed to be a pleasant transition. Is that was that supposed to be pleasant? That was that was Locke's pleasant transition. Well, I guess they're Isn't not all everyone pleasant. else had their thing be relatively pleasant. Yeah, but Locke gets hit by a car later. Mm-hmm. He loses his job. He gets yeah. fired. Sprinklers. Sprinklers yeah. come on, like while he's like laying face down in, in yeah, his that, lawn. Like at that point, that like that episode felt like a situational comedy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, his elevator thing doesn't work, <laughs> so he's gonna just vault himself off. <laughs> I'm well, just I'm just gonna try and build up some speed and launch myself off this ramp. That that oh. seemed like the big like the first twenty no fifteen seconds of a movie trailer for like. John Locke was just a man by himself having a hard time. And then you see him like trying to get out of his van. And they're like, until one day. And then you see Katie Seagal. And then happy music plays as she walks out to him. Oh, yeah. Definitely seemed like that. So, like, I guess that, that, that makes it make more sense. But, like, but then there's like two, then there's like two locks on the island. <laughs> there are two locks on the island. Well, one, one of them's dead. And the other one is actually uh, secretly. The brother of the guardian of the island, who is an evil smoke monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering what that sound was, it was it was John sinking into like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I remember, like I remember people making a big deal about the smoke monster. So Locke is the, the smoke monster's brother. The, no, the, no, uh, <laughs> Jacob is the brother of the smoke monster. <laughs> And Locke is the smoke monster. FYI, we never actually get the name of the smoke monster. But, the, but they, they established that the smoke monster has family. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's it's going to be in a few episodes from now that it's established, but yeah. It happened. Like, now I want to watch the rest of the series. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you only have uh, 10 episodes? Uh, I think this is like 13 or 14. Okay, probably. so uh, 8, I think. Or do you mean 13 or 14 left? I don't know what your question is. I'm trying to figure out how many episodes John has to watch because he's like, I want to watch the rest of the series. Oh, yeah, like like 13, 13 episodes. Or, just go or, back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, just, tell you everything just you listen to know. all the previous episodes of our podcast. <laughs> or wait two years till we're done and then start from the end of our podcast, which is the first episode of the show, and listen to our podcast backwards. backwards. And well, then you'll not... be able to experience the show in the right order. Well, that's not going to be like the end of our podcast. No, no, just this season. Yeah. Because we're go- we're gonna continue doing this. Uh, next, we're gonna have AJ watch either Battlestar Galactica or re- we recently found out that he's never watched Buffy. Yeah, neither, so we kind of want to make him watch that now. <laughs> nice, yeah, Buffy would be a good one. Mm-hmm. I've I've never seen Buffy. Like I've seen like maybe half an episode, That's and it was crazy. about them using the internet for the first time. Nineteen ninety eight. Summon a demon. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's this new thing called the internet. Like they called it the internet mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah, I remember the internet demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Aliza Dushku and uh, yeah. and uh, everybody else. <laughs> and everyone who's not important because they're not as hot as Faith. All right. Also, uh, I I appreciated that uh, they gave us a smoke monster point of view. Oh yeah, right in this episode where you got to see it like flying around. Oh, yeah, that, was that was very uh, that was very evil dead yeah, for like me. Evil dead. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that was a very uh, nice touch. And one of the parts that interested me, I noticed that you guys were writing notes, and I wrote down three things. Oh, yeah. 
I wrote down what is happening. <laughs> I'm confused. I put Locke bald, James blonde, <laughs> Richard black hair. <laughs> I like you have. I like how you have an, an annotation for each character and their look, and it's all based on their hair. And when they started doing that whole like, I'm gonna come out of the the, the bushes. <laughs> I'm gonna warn you about this dude who's not really this dude, but he looks like this other dude. So uh, good luck with that. And the, uh, but then I was like, do you trust that guy? Mm. Right. And, but who do you trust? But like that, what's his name? James or Sawyer? Yeah. Sawyer. I remember like I think that dude had the right mindset. You know, he's just like I'm gonna just accept everything I see. <laughs> he kind of did. He's a like, real man of faith. <laughs> He kind of did. Like, he is a man. No, he, he seems like he accepted that. Like, he accepted what he was, was happening. He was very good at yes-anding. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And he, did, and he didn't, like, um, he he wasn't unprepared either. Like, he seemed pretty prepared. Like, he brought himself a piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like he, he like he found a house and booze yeah. and a gun. Just wrecked it. Does, does, like, the island just provide that? He for- listened to that one Iggy and the Stooges record <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Which reminds me, was that the same song that was uh, in the original version of the show that I made air? So. Because I know a lot of times with streaming services, mm. they have the rights issues. Right. Like, that's why uh, I, it took so long for Daria yeah, to be put out yeah. on uh-huh. uh, DVD and uh, on streaming services. Oh, I wonder. Um, yeah, I think so, because it showed the the album. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely. So I think so. It'd be weird. To put that in later. Yeah, to put that in later. Like, mm. I don't know what it would have been replacing. Another song on the album. Also, he was listening to that on a record player. So that means he got drunk and was trashing the place, but still taking the time to get up <laughs> and reset the needle every 25 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, pretty much, right? Like, Did he ever get tired of that song? Was that song on... It was just a single album? Thing? It was just a single thing, right? I don't know. Oh. Who knows? I've got a question. Do you, like, to, to get to this Flash Sideways place, mm-hmm. do you have to like die in some kind of honorable way? <laughs> Or do you just end up there? We, we don't even know how most of them die. Oh, yeah. they just die. No, some a lot of, them, of times we don't even see them die. Some They're them, just there. Some of them have on-camera deaths and some of them don't. So in the last episode, it's explained that like some of them had died on the island. Others have died off the island. But they whatever memories or whatever life that they built for themselves on the island, they kind of tapped into each other. So it was only through each other that they could move on to the next plane of existence. Right. So they couldn't go by themselves. So that's why that flash sideways exists. Yeah, but not they- everybody leaves, though. Yeah, it exists outside of time, so it just exists after everyone's dead, but not. But they all have their own version of the Flash sideways. They are all together in it. Oh, so they all exist in this place where they're all happy? Yeah, so they can interact with each other. They're not necessarily all happy. (laughs) So I don't know why they made a place for them to go and live kind of normal lives as far as their lives were with all of the problems. One of them made up a kid. No, he didn't. It was his actual real life kid he didn't know about. He made up a kid. Yeah, I I agree with Chad on this one. Chad looks so con- like he looks so convinced when he told you that. Like he yeah. really did. Like somebody made up a kid. Like so in this flash sideways, some of those people don't exist in the real world. Like oh, some of them. Do. Like, like Katie Seagal. Oh, she exists. Oh, I don't know. She might. She may exist. We haven't met her yet in the real world. Wait, but like that lady that was in, in that temp office. She says she has terminal cancer, mm-hmm. yeah. so she's going to die in the flash sideways? <laughs> maybe maybe uh, for her, 
the idea of almost getting into heaven requires going through terminal cancer. Yeah, you gotta you gotta earn it. You gotta earn your way into heaven. Yeah, <laughs> by like being masochistic. Yeah. Like, what if I just like shot myself on the island, ended up in the flash sideways, and been like, all right, and shot myself again? Like, where would <laughs> where would you go? Where the fuck would you go? Because people die in the flash sideways. Maybe, maybe there's another level of the sideways reality. A flash sideways oh. of the flash sideways. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like inception, but yeah. sideways, going oh, deeper. Man. Well, not deeper, more sideways. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go more sideways. Brum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you just hear a Hans Zimmer score the whole time after you Brum. close up the second time. <laughs> I do like things with multi-dimensions, though, so I mean, like, definitely... Oh, and there's time travel in this show. Is there? Yeah. Wow, okay, everything's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about that, those planets we just discovered. Mm, yeah. I mean, not we. I don't want to take credit. <laughs> the NASA discovered, or other scientists have discovered, and how, yeah. like, they're, like, Earth-like, right? And, like, three of them are habitable. And yeah, then, or yeah. they could be habitable. Mm. I, I was having a conversation with someone, and they were just like, uh, "What if we found life on that planet?" But like, that's pretty awesome. We'd probably kill it. Well, that's what that was. That's that's what I said. I was like, you know, the the worst thing that could ever happen to those planets is us discovering them, right? So like, <laughs> but they were just like, "What if like, what if we found a way to communicate with that planet, right?" And they sent yeah. us communications back, right? And they're like, "Well, we'd love to visit you, right?" But like, you're so far away. But they're like, oh, you can't, you can, you can visit us. You can, you could appear right on this planet, and we'd be like, how? And they'd be like, oh, you just have to kill yourself, <laughs> and you'll end up here. That was a discussion you had. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, like that's our heaven is on that planet. Well, uh, who knows what it is, right? <laughs> like they're just like, what if that's like, what if that, what if that happened? I'd be like, would that blow my mind? <laughs> wait, wait. So was it you advocating to kill yourself? No, no, no. no. The person I was talking to, no, like, not like kill yourself, right? But just die. Yeah, like, if they're they're like you can get here, but you just have to die. <laughs> that that's the first step. Once you accept that that's a possibility, then they're going to talk to you about killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. But they're just I, trying to ease you into it. But I was just thinking, like, does every would it be like at that point everyone ends up on that planet, or everyone that's ever died is on that planet? What if it was just no one? No one's going to end up on that planet. <laughs> that that motherfucker is trying to heaven's gate you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what if it was like a... Because he if, wants to kill all humans, but he knows it's going to take way too long to send a missile that way. But if he can just convince us all to kill ourselves, then it's so much easier. But imagine, like, what if that were true? But, mm-hmm. like, when you die, you go to that planet. And everybody in that solar system, when they die, they come to Earth. Like, they just... It's just like a you swap. Just swap places all the time? <laughs> like, the whole way through. It's just like this infinite... It's a galactic Chinese fire drill. <laughs> exactly. Is that term offensive, by the way? Um... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was that is that referred to something like racial? Yeah, that's well, the thing. I, the I, Chinese, don't know, I don't understand. Is it like, like I don't even it? know why it's called the Chinese fire drill. I just know what it is. Wait, like, what is what is how? What is exactly Chinese fire what? drill? Are, is when you stop the car and everyone switches yeah. seats. Oh, were we all looking at David when when we were talking about the Chinese fire yeah. drill? Well, David's the Chinesest of us yeah. all. <laughs> And the most Chinese person in this room. Yeah. Chinesist. Yeah. Let's use the proper <laughs> terms here. Like, I wonder what that doesn't tell though. Like, does it mean like when a build like a Chinese building is on fire, instead of running out of the building, everyone just switches apartments while the things <laughs> Yeah, I think they all run outside and do a <laughs> then, lap and then run, then back, run back, in. back inside yeah. the building. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like crazy it's like crazy critters. I don't even know if that's a thing, but I'm assuming it's like crazy critters where you just kinda of buzz around for a bit and you Yeah, that was that, that game at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, where or, you set a house on fire and then the animals run out, and then you run back in, yeah. or the animals run back in. And when they're running around, 
You could put it to yakety sax. <laughs> Speaking of which, chase scene. There was a chase scene where Locke is chasing a little boy and trips and knocks his head, and that will be a video sent to yakety sax. Now, <laughs> here's a question, John. When you watched Locke chasing that small child, what did you think? <laughs> did you uh, did you think uh, that was important at all? Who did you think that kid was? Uh. Man, I feel like this line of questioning is setting me up for something. <laughs> Whatever you say is right. Okay. I mean, like, are you trying to, are you trying to are you ask me for my opinion about any old man chasing a child through the forest? Or? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to trap you. This is not to catch a predator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please sit down. I mean, like, that's... Would you care for some iced tea? <laughs> yeah. I think, right, children that are depicted in that manner are always pretty significant. Right. Yeah. I guess in the context of this show, I guess that kid may not be real, right? Or he's kind of just like this messenger of like, I guess from what that kid was saying, there are defined rules about the island. So, and I guess whatever Locke is or whatever that dude is, right, right. needs to be reminded that like, hey, you need to play by the rules, right? But this guy's like, don't tell me what I can't do. So I guess like he's going to do whatever he wants anyways. I don't know. There's so many questions. <laughs> wait, I have. wait. I, I got a question for you. So... You see the John Locke character get to that cave. He takes the the white rock of the scale of black and white rocks and throws it into the sea. What do you think that means? Oh, he's like, um, I guess he represents what he is, right? He like. Well, what do you think the inside joke was? Because he calls it an inside joke. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's super it's, obvious and very obvious. Like he, yeah, he makes things. Un- unbalanced right he just comes up uh, he just shows up and fucks things up (laughs) it's an agent of chaos Mm -hmm. he's just is that all he is because it was like a black it's a black right rock and a white rock right Mm -hmm. and he just which one did he throw the white rock yep i guess the black rock is heavier now am i am i missing something the black the black rock is a slave ship full of dynamite in the middle of the jungle (laughs) what's the name of that ship the black rock yes (laughs) oh so like Oh, the, yeah, there's a slave ship that's uh, in the middle of a jungle and it's filled with dynamite. John's like, I didn't know I was going to be under so much fire with all these questions tonight. So I'm, much trivia. Why are you asking me this? You motherfuckers watch this show. Yeah, I'm learning as much as you're telling me right now. So. <laughs> it's all true. Okay, so, so, there's a, so there's a slave ship with dynamite in it? Yeah. And, and that's, uh, is that enough dynamite to blow up the island or something? Is that what the... <laughs> no. It's enough to blow up a uh, uh, oh, ship. Yeah, and the ship. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and no one has... <laughs> uh, in case you missed it, David said it's enough to blow up Ilana. Ilana. Is that a character? She, yeah, she was the one that was crying in the beginning. And, and she about... scooped up the ashes yeah. of oh. Jacob. Which... Oh, FYI, the kid was Jacob. Oh. Jacob was a child. Wait, and Jacob was a, was a guy that locked, kicked into the fire? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he appears. Wait, so as he's an so adult. he's not dead. No, no, he, uh, that that's him as a child. Ghost, he, a ghost child. Yeah, he's totally a, a ghost. So he's a ghost, but he he didn't go to the so he didn't go to the sideways place. No. So is Jacob a human person? He was. He was a human person. Yeah, and then he became uh, the guardian of the island. Yeah, uh, after becoming the protector. I, I feel like every time you bring in a guest to this podcast, <laughs> this is going to be, if they've never seen the show, it's going to be yeah. like a, we, so wait, so tell me about the entire series right <laughs> Actually, now. you're the most inquisitive one that we've had so Mo- far. Most, really? most of them are just like, yeah, and then this happened? Uh, it's just like, I'm, like well, if I watch something, I'm going to like be pretty intent, because like, I like this kind of stuff, like mm. the mis- mystery kind of stuff, but like, 
Yeah, I guess I just had, had to have more context. But uh, yeah, but slave ships. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, and I guess the island chooses another Jacob, right? With that scene with the rocks and the names uh, crossed out mm-hmm. in the cave. Yeah, and like Jacob is a protector of the island. Yep. Whatever that and he means. was trying to choose another Jacob. And like, what is what's Jacob's job? Like, to protect the island. Don't that, like. That's don't what like, Smoke Monster said. No. He's like stops deforest deforestation or something, or like <laughs> stops. Like, what does what does he do to protect the island? Well, there are there are five people on the island that have rings, all different types of rings, and when their rings combine, they summon Jacob, um, who is the captain of the island. Is this? Are you describing the Captain Planet right now? <laughs> Is that really happening in the show? Jacob. <laughs> no, Jacob, no. he's our hero. He's yeah. going to take pollution down to zero. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Loss is just a metaphor for Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually get into a conversation at the end of this episode where Sawyer is asking if he's the protector of the island, what is he protecting the island from? A smoke monster in John Locke's body says, nothing. He's not protecting it from anything. I think that we're supposed to take from that that because uh, another piece of useful information about the show is every single person is an unreliable narrator. Okay. You yep. can't trust anything anyone says. I got that. So if Smoke Monster is saying there's nothing that they're protecting it from, I think what we're supposed to infer from that is obviously the only thing that Jacob is there to protect the island from is Smoke Monster. However, before Jacob and Smoke Monster were born... There was another protector of the island. Tarzan? <laughs> no, uh, she didn't have a name. And she was oh. referred to as Mother by uh, Jacob and Smoke Monster. That is, okay. And there was no Smoke Monster, I think, at that time. Yeah, there was yeah. no Smoke Monster at that time. So uh, why did the island need a protector then? Wait, so so, so does, it, does the Smoke Monster refer to himself as Smoke Monster? No. Okay, so. I don't think he ever refers to himself at all. But he just uses the, the the pronoun I, like most people do when they talk about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Kanye Westing it up in this show. As much he, as he, he should. He's not The Rock. Uh, oh, well, then I don't care about that guy anymore. Yeah. No. But but like so at one point he was a man. Yeah, and like that, Cobra Commander was a he man. Was a man. <laughs> and at some point like he just got enveloped by black smoke and like uh, no, he died by uh light and uh water. near magnets. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. what it was. It yes. was like light in water light and in magnets. Water and electromagnetism. Why, why does he have to assume other people's identity? Is it the only way he can communicate with people? He it's says it, right, in this episode at some point. Like, John Locke says it. Or maybe, well, like the, yeah. the girl says it, right? Or the guy? Someone uh, says it. Yeah, Lana like, says that he yeah. can't change. He can't change his face? But he can't change his, yeah, he can't change his face. Yeah. So. But he can turn into... A smoke monster, and you can turn into lock, and I guess that's it from now on. Yeah. So what? Which uh, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. I yeah, don't I don't either. understand that either. Because like, at- was there? Because I've seen all the episodes after this one, and there's never a reason given for that. Yeah. yeah I think it's... he just gets his shape shifting powers from Jacob. I guess while he's alive, that doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't make sense. That's so bizarre. I that I wonder is that like a plot hole that we've stumbled upon so. i think i think it's something that they threw in there to answer a question and then 
just said, we have too many other things to explain now. Yeah, I think they... I no think time they, to explain. Get in the car. <laughs> I think they wanted... I think the... Like, I don't know. Zooming out. I think the writers wanted something like... Just have a face that you're familiar with. And they already had Terry O'Quinn. And he was like mm. a big part of the show for so long. So, like, they're either going to do that. Just do some random actor in black. And they did both. Or they could have just done him, like, constantly body shifting throughout the whole series. But yeah, that would have been fun. It would have been fun. I think it would have been conf- more confusing. On top of what the show already <laughs> is. But, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be able to, like, put your finger on what the fucking evil is on the island. Because it <laughs> could be anybody. Which is also a fun thing to explore. Yeah. It'd be like the It'd be like the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe everyone just loved this Terry O'Quinn guy. Maybe there's like, oh man, we don't want him to leave. <laughs> yeah, we, we want him on set every day. <laughs> we yeah. killed his character off three three seasons ago, but we need to keep him around. Yeah, like we need to kill him off three seasons. Is that how long the body <laughs> was lying <laughs> there on the beach? <laughs> they killed him in episode two of season one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, He's been man, dead for six it, that first episode must have been action packed. <laughs> It was the most expensive uh, pilot episode of a TV show ever, I think. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. I wonder whether or not that's going to be uh, uh, outpaced by the pilot for Inhumans. Probably. Because they're making the pilot specifically to be shown in IMAX. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's got to nice. be wicked expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep yeah. bringing expensive productions to Hawaii, Hollywood. <laughs> you don't think like, uh, Game of Thrones has surpassed that? It's... It probably has. Probably. Yeah, I guess at the time, right, two thousand five or six, that yeah. was the most expensive pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like how uh, Gone with the Wind made the most money ever, but it, it made it in like nineteen twenty nine money. Right, yeah. right. Like it, it made like seventy eight dollars or something. <laughs> nineteen twenty nine money. <laughs> I would like your nineteen twenty nine dollars, please. Mm-hmm. Those are better than the dollars you had today. Stronger. I, I've always just wanted. Well, yeah, because that, that's when money was great. <laughs> and it was gold standard. Like, you imagine just going back in time and just like overhearing a conversation, and some guy's like, How much for a gallon of gas? And then some guy's like, 10 cents. And the guy's like, Oh man, it was a. It was, it was seven cents a month ago. <laughs> My God, at this rate, who knows what gas will be at? And we'll show up like, You don't even know. You're like, Shake him <laughs> and disappear again. You show him a picture from the future of what glass is here now. <laughs> and he's just like, What? No, falls to his knees. <laughs> Holy tarnation. I don't know what he <laughs> No. Talk like that. Do you think that there's someone. <laughs> <laughs> If you had a time machine, would you use your your time machine just to go travel throughout time, gambling, just tell people to quit complaining because it gets so much worse <laughs> about whatever it is they're complaining about? Wait, there's got to be a name for that. You'd be the time grumbler or something <laughs> weird like that. The time curmudgeon. Yeah, what's a time? What's a what's adjective for time? Like temporal, chronal, chronal, like the chronal curmudgeon. Chronal curmudgeon. There you go. <laughs> The chrono mudgeon. The chrono mudgeon. <laughs> Yo, I would totally use that time machine for gambling. Okay, so you made all the money that you need to make off gambling. What would you do with that? There's ability? no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing as all the money you need to make. <laughs> I, I think I think you know you've made enough money when you can afford a gun that will give cancer to a baby Hitler. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a callback to an earlier episode where we were talking about uh, would you use the time machine to give baby Hitler cancer? Oh wow! Uh, and the time it, machine itself doesn't give the baby cancer. You have to have a special gun that you have to go to the cancer. future to get a cancer gun. 
and then go back into time go back yeah and shoot the, like how how would a cancer gun work you just have to like i don't know it's it's future yeah, so you need to go to the future and that's why you need to make so much money gambling if, now well, if, I so knew, if i knew how much uh and if i knew how to uh how a cancer gun would work i would be able to build one now <laughs> that's true one of one of someone one of that person from the future just tricked you said oh yeah this is a cancer gun <laughs> you take the gun you go back in time and then you just end up shooting a baby <laughs> <laughs> oh here's here's the thing the only thing that could stop me from shooting a baby would be a good baby with a gun <laughs> or like another version of you like jumping in the way going don't shoot this baby and then you just shoot yourself instead mm-hmm. and you create this weird time loop where you just die over and over and over again what if you shot no you know like, <laughs> what if you shot web what if you shot web at the baby what if you shot web at baby hitler right in his face like that'll learn him some manners right yeah i think they'll i think There'd be a lot more dead spiders after that. <laughs> Maybe just dead spiders. Wait, I just think it's hard to kill babies in general. <laughs> you know, like, like even even if I, I, I don't think that it would be hard at all. They, their muscles are not developed to fight well, back. Have you like, not seen those Terminator babies? The one with the red, you know, oh, yeah, it's exoskeleton true. eye. <laughs> well, I mean that you they're know. like not coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about the actual act of killing a baby would be hard <laughs> like they can't shoot for shit yeah those baby's muscles are not developed they don't have strong fingers either like you could arm a baby and you would still probably be able to kill it <laughs> john have you ever been in a fight uh no <laughs> i haven't but i guess i mean the ra- a baby I mean, would be really easy i mean that rationale doesn't make it fair <laughs> like, i gave the baby a knife and i had a knife and it just when it went down it was just Look, I thought look, would put I made it f- super fair. I gave the baby an AK-47. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I only had a knife. Yeah, I only had a, I only had a wooden spoon. I had <laughs> like, you know how hard it is to kill something with a wooden spoon? <laughs> like that baby had a fucking rocket launcher and I had a brick. <laughs> I gave baby Hitler more than enough of a chance. Yeah, and like just uh, just to be honest with you, I, I, I threw the brick at it and I missed, so I had to strangle it with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> My aim's not that great, you guys. Uh, you can cut me some slack here. <laughs> Jumping back into the episode, <laughs> Locke has a wake-up routine where, like, yeah. um, he kind of like gets himself together. There's a one section in this episode where, like, Locke is sitting in the bathroom, just contemplating his life through a mirror. <laughs> like he's like he's doing all this shit to get ready, and then just one singular, one singular shot of him staring in a mirror. Like, like today is not gonna go well for you, John. Not at all. I don't know. You just, I, that's the feeling I got out yeah. of it. Well, that happens to me all the time, too. Whenever <laughs> I catch my, catch my reflection, just immediate 20 minute Rick. No, I guess that's the one part. Like, I, I feel like they made his boss come out to be like a dick. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, like, he had legitimate reasons to be mad. Yeah, sure. He should have been fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If the company sends you to, to, a, to a conference, you should probably attend the conference. Yeah. At least go and then, like, duck out. Yeah, like, sign in. Yeah, yeah sign get in. your credentials. Can you get your credentials? That's yeah. all you need to Pick do. Pick that up and then go on your walkabout, I guess. Yeah. Like. Also, also, he wasn't even allowed to go on the walkabout. So why didn't he go back to the conference and be like, <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm late. 
Yeah, and then yeah. Like, and, and people like, are like, "Oh, why are you late?" He's like, "Motherfucker, I'm in a wheelchair." <laughs> exactly. No one's gonna yell at the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Exactly. Wait. Except so for Randy. Here's the thing: John Locke doesn't get to go on the walkabout. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go to the conference. What the fuck is he doing in Sydney? Like, what is he doing with his time in Sydney? Yeah, and that uh, and that part where staring into a mirror, sharpening knives. Yeah, yeah, and like that, the part where the guy has lost luggage, and then there's just a bunch of knives, and then like, what are you gonna do with this? I'm gonna go into the, I'm gonna go to the wilderness in Australia yeah. with just a box full of knives. I'm gonna go to the Australian outback with a box full of knives in a wheelchair. Yeah, and, uh, and not I'm just gonna knives. Have a vision quest. Yeah, like knives with like brass knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for punching kangaroos. The best knives. Yeah. <laughs> You never know with that Australian outback. There are spiders out there that you need to brass knuckles. Look, so here's good. the thing. There's nowhere else on the planet where animals have evolved more perfectly to kill humans than Australia. <laughs> I don't know why that's what that's what you'd want your destiny to be. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna regain the ability to walk so I could just die in Australia. <laughs> just lugging around a case of knives. I also kind of feel like, uh, and I know it's the lowest of all possible hanging fruit, but John's like, oh, I'm going to go on a walkabout. Motherfucker, you can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it a rollabout. <laughs> that would be insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the great Australian outback. Yeah. Welcome to your rollabout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very politically correct in the outback. (laughs) (laughs) There's a moment in the Flash Sideways where John becomes a substitute teacher. And then he's teaching the kids. And he says something about they're going to have to do sex ed or whatever the next day. But like He looked kind of excited to tell them about (laughs) sex ed, right? He looked down into the book to remind himself what it was because he forgot, I guess. That was like like another part of his like situational comedy routine or something. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like like you you couldn't figure it out. There was a health class. There's a there's a there's like a penis drawn on the board. There was like there was a vagina. Yeah, like a straight up vagina drew, drawn on the board. Like, but I made sure to note this that on the vagina it just had an arrow going to the urethra <laughs> and the vas deferens. Just those two parts of the vagina. Not a vas deferens. Yeah, dude, those dick deferens. parts. Yeah, vas deferens is a dude thing, right? But it's I could I could have swore I read vas deferens unless. Maybe Locke is a really bad sex ed teacher. Yeah, he's a substitute. He's not a professional sex ed teacher. I think I mean, he, he worked I think, at a box company. I think the one thing that would have made that scene perfect is like as soon as he read, all right, it's time to teach you about sex. Or like a record scratch noise, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. I also really like how the uh, sitcom ending for uh, the Sideways reality is like, oh, and John Locke makes friends with Ben Linus. Uh, after we found out earlier in this episode that in uh, the island reality that uh, Ben killed Locke, apparently. He yeah. says that he murdered him. <laughs> and he feels bad Wait, about yeah, it. Yeah, so, that, uh, so that's what I was confused about, too. So is that dude... You said everyone exists in this Flash Sideways place, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, does that dude exist in the Flash Sideways place and the island, even though the dude's not dead? Um. Well, they well, all exist in the Flash Sideways. And uh, like like uh, David was saying, the Flash Sideways reality exists outside of time. So it doesn't matter when you die. You always just, you're just exist oh, you're just in there the Flash already. Sideways no. reality. Yes. Because one day you will die. Yeah, so they could have shown, like, they could have had different ones die, like, several, several years apart. But, but can you have, like, different identities in the Flash Sideways? Is that how it works? Like in the Witness Protection Program? <laughs> I mean, I know, but it's not like... You mean like a like reincarnation, a, like a Robin Williams, um, Mrs. Yeah, kind of? Because like I feel like John Locke, every time he encounters someone on the island, it was like kind of convenient for his 
story, right? But like, but they, everyone just maintains that one singular identity. Then, yeah, like no one ever yeah. switches. He's not gonna go back. Like John Locke's not gonna wake up and see like Ben guy like working at the gas station <laughs> or something like that. Or... No, no, no. There's no glitches in that matrix. Yeah. Okay, but. If they get punched enough, they get their memories back of what the actual real life reality was. No, oh. that's the most effective way to give people back their memories. You either have them touch a loved one or get punched in the face. Yeah. So when they're in that flash sideways, they don't have any memories of the island. No, most of them. But you could. Can you return back to the island? Not from the flash sideways. No, because oh. that would be oh. coming back to life. Right. Only if you are completely immune to electromagnetism, in which case I think you're able to switch back and forth. Yeah. Was he switching back and forth? I think he just came back. He did explain that he was there in that place. Like yeah, that, he saw it. Yeah, or maybe he. Yeah, maybe he had. Flashed. Desmond, you you didn't have not, never heard of or seen. There, there's an Irish guy who has uh, who's immune to electromagnetism. That's his superpower. <laughs> On this show. All right. <laughs> How did he find that out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Common knowledge. <laughs> It's 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 kind of like the whole like ah now we can't change faces anymore thing. Yeah, so go back at season six episode eleven, happily ever after. It's all about that. <laughs> mm. So we were talking about touching uh, or beating up to get your memories back. Did you guys notice what happens like when we are introduced to these candidates in the cave um, when Sawyer is talking with the smoke monster about it? You notice what Jacob does to each candidate in each separate flashback. He yeah, gives yeah. them something or touches them? It's a physical touch. Every single person that is a candidate has been touched by Jacob at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. I thought the whole thing about the island was that you don't leave the island. And <laughs> especially not if you're the fucking guardian <laughs> of the fucking island. Would you be surprised to find out that's the only person that can leave and come back whenever it feels like it? Oh, uh, that would actually kind of be reasonable and make sense. <laughs> but so. how... But, uh, <laughs> Does that mean that this entire planet is the island? Because like he can go and recruit and do what he needs to do, but keeps on returning to that one space, that one island. Like what? I don't know. I don't know what I'm asking here. Life is the island. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so or like- or maybe all of this, including every single level of the sideways reality, is just a hallucination made up as the plane is crashing by Jack Shepard right before he dies. <laughs> That'd be a huge kick in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> I still, I still believe in that. So, like, wait. So, this Jacob guy, he recruits people mm-hmm. to do what? To become the next Jacob. Because somehow he knew he was gonna die by getting kicked into a fire. I think so. But well, he didn't die from being kicked into a fire. He died from being stabbed in the heart. But then, and um, then he got kicked in a fire oh, after okay. he was dead. That was just yeah. like a extra. Make sure you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, we can't just stab you and leave you here to bleed out. We need to make sure that you're gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Burnt up in this fire. So he, he but he protects the island yep. like from nothing. But or or from uh, his brother, who is a smoke monster. But his like, smoke monster wants to leave the island, mm-hmm. and he can't do that while Jacob is the is the protector. Or whoever Jacob. But Jacob's also, dead. J- Jacob says that if the smoke monster leaves the island, it would destroy all of reality. Oh, no, nope. not that there's, no, even there's no proof. <laughs> yeah, there's no proof we of that. We don't know that whatsoever. That's what people say it's just that's what he told us. Jacob did. Yeah, but like he's dead now. Yeah. 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 Why does the smoke monster need the Sawyer guy? Or does he? Yeah, he I he wants he... to kill all of those candidates so does that he? he can leave the island. Yeah, but then why does he ask for that dude's help? He wants to get them all together. Yeah, so that oh, he so he can... can just like one this one go at it, yeah. just kill everybody at the same time. 
Or actually, he can't kill them directly, but they can kill each that other. That was the rule. Right. Yeah. Oh, he can't kill people. <laughs> so if he gets enough of them together and he starts building doubt and fear and, and bombs. Like, and, the, and the previous thing, the, 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 like I said, the smoke monster, like, throw people up against pillars. Oh, he can kill people. Just oh, not yeah. the candidates. Just not the candidates. Oh, so those guys weren't, so not everyone on the island is a candidate. Oh, he can, he can like, hyper murder the fuck out of people, but not if they're an important character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they have lines, then it's, it's a lot harder. <laughs> like extras. Ooh, man. Oh, yeah. We didn't even fucking mention that. We had a friend in this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. Mr. Eddie Cavett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, like, when you do stuff like that to me, too, that kind of freaks me out. Because, <laughs> like, how much of this is bleeding into real life now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Eddie's, like, on that island now, too, right? Yeah, that's true. He's <laughs> when's, the last time he's, when's the last time you've seen... When's the last time you saw Eddie? When you seen Eddie? When he moved? When he was on the He moved here. Did he ago. move? Yeah. Is he in the flash sideways now? I think so. <laughs> well, that would uh, assume that he's moved on. Mm. After he dies, he's going to move to the Flash sideways and work for an airline delivering lost luggage. We love you, Eddie. Please have a safe trip over to the Flash sideways, pouring out some of our forty for you now. But like, I'm at, like, how many people do you know worked on this thing? I think just Eddie right now. Just Eddie. I probably know people that have worked on this, but I don't recall. I and I don't know that they did. Okay. Like, it's probably going to be like I'm going to sit through one episode and I'm going to be like, "Hey, that's Paul C." He might have done something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put a clip of Eddie on our <laughs> Facebook page. Or at least a screenshot. Yeah, something. Since there's just that one second where it <laughs> focuses on him. Yeah. I was kind of surprised they did that. Because it was out of focus. Got into focus for like a second and then back out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> like is that, Was that in his contract or something? Like, you got to show his face. Yeah. At least for a second. The money that we're paying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Eddie's agent. Worked that out. Yeah. Also, uh, the cave wall, mm. the writing on the cave wall, that that seemed like seemed important, right? Yeah, it seemed like it was probably like I don't like as a person that's a regular watch the show, but like those those are the scenes like you want to like freeze frame, right? Mm-hmm. And right. just like read, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's probably like Easter eggs on that wall or something, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, the show did that all the time. In this case, you see there's the numbers and then the names, and they kind of address that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then every every so often you'll see something pop up on the show, like a title of a book, or like we saw with the I guess the music choice they used. You had that that vinyl album from what is it, the Studios? Yeah, yeah, and the Stooges. Yeah, it seemed like that was a really important scene. And in the very next episode, you see it written again differently uh, in a completely different place. Yeah, why the fuck yeah. does <laughs> does he need multiple places to write like, down the name? Was the cave the rough draft? Yeah, exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> yeah. You, like, I was looking at some of the, where some of those names were too. Like, it seemed, it seemed like pretty difficult to like, Right on the ceiling of the place. Yeah, you know, but you'd have to use one of the ladders from outside. Oh yeah, oh yeah, those that crazy series of ladders. Yeah, that like that didn't seem to be secured onto anything. No, but there were multiple ones of them, and like they were made of different material. Yeah, like bamboo. Like one was made out of bamboo, and one was made out of like hemp or something. And (laughs) but they they seemed to multiply too. Like whenever it was necessary, they like have. Uh, things that people could jump onto. Yeah, it was important to have th- this crazy series of extremely unsafe ladders going down this cliff <laughs> to get to this cave. All right, so that means that Jacob has braved those ladders before to get to that cave yeah. multiple times. Every time somebody dies, I think, in the show, he has to go down <laughs> into that cave 
<laughs> and yes, cross their name off. He shows up to camp. Oh man, who died? Oh god, uh, Jesus right, Christ! I'll be right back, guys. Do you know where I have? Do you know what I have to do right now? Do you know where I have to go right now? I would explain it to you, but I don't want you guys to find <laughs> out. How <laughs> many Perilously oh, dead. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I know we're kind of skipping around here too, but like that scene between Richard Alpert and uh, John Lott, where he he just goes like, "Do you know why you're doing what you're doing?" And then John and then like Richard goes, "Oh no, Jacob didn't tell me." He's like, "He didn't tell you." So that's kind of another one of those like devil slash adversary types of like mm-hmm. he's just so charismatic. He's just like, I really liked what he said. Yeah, I would never have scene. kept you in the dark like that, mm-hmm. which is. Something that you see, like you want to hear that, but we already know what John Locke is, and he's not mm-hmm. anything good. But his charisma and his ability to convince these people is like we don't we don't know that he's evil, or do we? We're just told that he's evil. We are. We're just only told. told that it would destroy all reality if we let him do what he wants. But he's <laughs> been caught lying so many times, and he murders so, so many everyone. People. Everyone gets caught lying on this show. Ben's murdered at least two characters that have names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we still forgive him, right? Yeah, Ben got his got his past to the sideways, mm-hmm. where he uh, decides not to go to heaven with everyone else. He just waits outside that church. Mm-hmm. Where do you Where do you go? But he he, wait, he just but, keeps living his life in the, side the sideways reality. But then, if you decide to move on, like they just they don't tell you where you go. But it's probably like a heaven ish. Oh, they don't show what happens. No, they just show him sitting no, they in a just, church, and they all get up and walk out the door into the light. It's kind of like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I think. Yeah. So I think what happens afterwards is just Richard Dreyfus is making a huge <laughs> thing of mashed potatoes, <laughs> <laughs> shaped like the island. Mm. How awesome would it be if they just woke up and like. It'd be a good way to just have that show last forever is if they all just woke up and it was season one, episode one. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. They I all would... wake up and they're on a plane. That would, <laughs> that would be great. I'd fucking like stab myself in the neck if I watched this whole show and then they just reset. <laughs> or maybe not. I would find the fun in it. Hedonic <laughs> treadmill. I feel like those are one of those things where like, like, oh no, we don't know what's better than this. So just have them walk into a light, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, here, this, there you go. Satisfying and fulfilling. Yeah. Spiritually, so, probably. So walking into the light's been the symbol of going to heaven for, like, however long, right? Yeah. And that yeah. was a definitely, that was a faith-based explanation for the whole story. It wasn't, like, based in science. Like, they went off to become stardust or some shit, you know? <laughs> also, in uh, in this episode, AJ finally got his vindication. Oh, at feels Locke's so good. Locke's funeral, where Ben talked about how he was sad that he had to murder John Locke and called him a man of faith. Booyah! Which AJ's been uh, trying to tell us this entire time. <laughs> and we keep saying, well, he doesn't really seem like it. <laughs> it what? seems so faithless. Is, is, is Locke supposed to be the dude that doesn't believe in anything? Or This is like, they had, they, they kind of set up these two characters. It was Jack Shepard and John Locke, the Matthew Fox character. Mm. So one represented a man of science one represented a man of faith. So their whole, I don't know, philosophy and life always clashed on the show. But then this season seemed like they flipped it more like John Locke was more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and AJ yeah. keeps telling us like, yeah, you know, uh, John Locke's a man of faith. And it's like, really? Because it seemed like he was more about <laughs> logic and reason this time. But finally, tonight, we have the show literally stating. Can we get a Spider-Man song? <laughs> I am vindicated. I am right. 
I am wrong. I don't. I don't know what the lyrics are. I think we're gonna have to edit that out nope. because you don't, don't have the license. Yeah, right? I don't <laughs> even know what you were singing. I don't what? know what you're talking about. It's a Spider-Man song. Everybody the, knows the it. The only Spider-Man, Spider-Man song that I know is Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever a spider. Oh, does anybody know this Spider-Man? I've been kissed by. That's not a Spider-Man. Song what? Either. It's, it's, it's that, not Spider-Man. That, that, I think that's Batman. <laughs> also. That song was sung by Seal. <laughs> totally <laughs> different animal. There was that Nickelback song, right? No, oh, the hero. Only one. a hero to <laughs> save us. <laughs> are we, we going to get you sued, David? Is this like. <laughs> was that actually all of Nickelback? I think that was no, just the else. lead singer, right? Chad Kroger? I think it was Nickelback and somebody else, right? Or is it the opposite of way? I think it was Chad Kroger and someone else. Okay. Or someone else featuring know, Chad Kroger. We're, we're, we're trying to think of like super songs that have been in superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> we're down a rabbit hole here. Yeah. Uh, Speaking also, of rabbits. Uh, I didn't like that U2 song from uh, Batman and Robin <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> it was a Hold vertigo? Me, uh, thrill me, kiss me, kill oh, me. I remember that. I don't remember that. That was not good. The uh, chorus of the song was, Hold me, thrill me, kiss me. Kill me. What? Yeah. That, was that sounds like a song that I would hear on the Fifth Element soundtrack. <laughs> this seems like really random things to do in an order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the wrong order to do those things. So, Rabbit? John Locke is at the temp agency, and they're trying to figure out what job to give him. And she asks him, well, what kind of animal uh, would you describe yourself as? So, real quick, everyone, what kind of animal would you describe yourself as? I'd be a cat because I'm a bitch. <laughs> I don't. I'm aloof. I don't care about a lot of things and um, temperamental. Uh, I really just want people to feed me and leave me alone. <laughs> Except sometimes I want affection, but only when I want affection. <laughs> Did you say big cat? No. Oh, okay. I, I said I'd be a cat because I'm be a, a bitch. Yeah. yeah you're very cat like, especially your reflexes. <laughs> Watch this. I want to throw this baseball at Chad's face. Here we go. As fast as I can. <laughs> Chad fell asleep again. <laughs> Chad fell asleep as the baseball hit it. That's like whizzed past the side of his head. I don't know. What, what would you be, John? What would I be? Oh, man. An animal. I mean, there's like animals I'd, I'd, I'd want to be. You know what I'm saying? Also, are we doing the truthful answers or what we would say at the temp interview? Because that was my true answer. It was, it's not what I would say at a temp you interview. You should be honest, though, so they can put you in the right temporary job. I don't need the right temporary job. I just need a job. <laughs> no one goes to a temp agency to figure out their calling. Who is de- <laughs> yeah, who's devising those questions? They, just... they ask some fairly ridiculous questions at temp agencies. Honestly, I guess my honest answer would probably be like a gorilla. <laughs> Cause I'd always, cause like I'd be a, cause like I'd be like I want to be like a bouncer gorilla. <laughs> I got to wear like a, a suit, but like a, but like a sleeveless one, so I could show off my gorilla <laughs> arms. No, but, no, but not. What would you like to be? What do you think you are? I would do a thing I am. Yeah. You think you're uh, a gorilla with sleeveless, with a sleeveless jacket? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, probably one of them blob fishes. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a jellyfish? Yeah, just like interesting to Wait, look at. Like, but like are you no, talking no. about the one where when you pull it out of the water, it has the frowny face? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those things. Yeah, it's like uh, salmon colored and <laughs> looks a little like icky. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. I would totally be like a dung beetle. I just. I would like to roll a big ball of my own shit just constantly <laughs> and be crushed under the weight of my own shit constantly. 
<laughs> Wait, that's, is that what you would like to be? I think that's what's happening to me now. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm like what is it, Sisyphus? Yes. But ant, like but like but dung beetle style. Yeah. Just keep on rolling that fucking ball of shit up and down a hill. <laughs> All I know is that if you ever get, who would you be, David? Oh, I'd be. I guess I'm I most like like a uh, like a seahorse. <laughs> it's like the the men the ones that that carry the eggs around, and I'm I'm always carrying eggs. <laughs> that is true about David. I've that, noticed that he's, he's that's he carries actually eggs. actually what we call David. David Egg Carrier Jones. No, yeah, that, David Seahorse Jones. For. It'd be just nice to know like where we would be in like the flash sideways. You know, <laughs> I die and like I'm just like a lazy slob on a couch, and I look outside my window and there's AJ just rolling his ball of shit yeah. up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> It's just me, like, doing my best. I'm just yeah. sleeping somewhere warm. <laughs> <laughs> and David's just carrying eggs. <laughs> just carrying eggs. Here I am, just carrying eggs. <laughs> just <laughs> a hand. Well, it's just, just so are, much Are egg. you carrying, like, a carton of eggs? Or a are you basket. carrying like, Okay. <laughs> a basket with a nice bow on it. Yeah. For like flair. Like the Easter Bunny or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually what his job is. <laughs> like, when you, to- when you told them that, uh, that's what they would place you as. Yeah, and I'd be happy with that. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I if think you that are hiring Easter bunnies. Uh-huh. Tweet at me <laughs> at WhatBroPod. Please tweet at us at WhatBroPod or find us on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, real quick, the uh, Easter egg lightning round. There's a lot in this episode. We talked about most of them. Uh, had Randy calling uh, blah blah John Locke uh, Colonel. Randy being the dickhead, calling him Colonel. Why, why is Colonel an Easter egg? Because it, uh, it's happened before. Okay. You don't know what the Easter eggs are that I'm re- referencing most of the time. <laughs> no, I usually don't. This is probably the first time that we've seen them. Locke says, don't tell me what I can't do a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And we see Rose and her cancer. They mention of mice and men. Uh, Locke's a man of faith. John Locke's uh, alarm clock goes off at 6.15. And that buzzer's got a familiar sound. And there are black and white rocks. And Eddie Cavett. Our friend Eddie Cavett. Eddie Cavett. Best Easter egg. Yeah. Easter egg lightning. <laughs> awesome. So if yeah. you like the show, please uh, rate and subscribe. He was carrying those since the beginning of us recording that yeah. episode. <laughs> I do. I carry all these Easter eggs around during the recording. Yeah. I mm. think he, we saw, we kind of saw, we dropped a couple. They're hard boiled, so it's not like there's any yolk or anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of broken eggs around here. Yeah. It's, it, don't walk barefoot in the podcast studio, guys. <laughs> Literally walking on eggshells. Yeah. <laughs> We're all dead. <laughs> you guys are listening to us in the flash yeah. sideways. Yeah. Anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, how can you be sure that this is the true reality or a construct reality that you've made to meet up with all your dead friends? Come on, guys. Yeah. So prove that you exist and tweet at us at WhatBroPod or follow us on Facebook at WhatBroPod and comment there. Yeah. Plugs. I- I definitely, I, I will hey, do that for you. Well, you, you will. Okay. Awesome. And yeah. uh, if people want to uh, follow or friend you, uh, how, how would they find you, John, on the internet? Oh, funny you ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a Twitter, underscore John Yabez underscore. So uh, you can follow that if you want. Yeah. Was regular John Yabez taken? Yes. Really? <laughs> Wait, your handle is... <laughs> John underscore John Yabez underscore. Like John Yabez was taken, and John Yabez 1 and 2 were taken. (laughs) And that's as far as I go in the number game. So, Uh, You were willing to be John Yabez 2? 
I would love it if you were John Yabez number two. Well, it makes me it makes me realize that you know I I always thought that I was only John Yabez. You know, like how many John Yabezes do you know? Yeah, so I'm just like, I gotta kill those other John Yabezes. You know, it's fucking crazy. At my job, they have mm. emails, specific emails. Mm. They're like I got mine, but mine like everybody else's is just their name plus the company. Mine is my name. Plus, like, the number two right after my last name. <laughs> so, somewhere in the company, there's another Angel Nieves fucking floating around <laughs> doing shit right. somewhere in this big-ass company. Maybe, which is maybe so- it's, like, short for something because, like, the guy that has the at Chad Wago Twitter handle, uh, his name is not Chad Wago. Really? It's Chad Wagoner. <laughs> And he was like, I'm not going to finish. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to spell out the whole word Wagoner. <laughs> oh, shit. W-A-G-O-N-E-R. Oh, shit. That's actually like, three you, letters. You motherfucker. Wow. That is insane. Because <laughs> I look for it. Yeah, that... <laughs> Chad, like sometimes I sometimes you tell me your story. Sometimes and I'm just like, dude, like <laughs> if there's someone if someone's in charge of your luck, that person needs to be fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel a little bit like John Locke sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found yourself face down in a lawn yeah. while the sprinklers go like, off? Uh yes, that that's happened to me like, before. It's like, hey, welcome to Chad's version of heaven. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, he cannot he can't get his own name for his email address. <laughs> that's what he fantasized about. <laughs> Oh, this weird. is paradise to him. <laughs> Look, here he is stuck in uh, three o'clock traffic, just not going anywhere. <laughs> the the beginning of office space. That that's exactly what I assume driving my own car would be like. <laughs> AJ. Yes. Where 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 do they find you? Uh, you can find me over at A Nieves zero zero three. A N I E V S zero zero three. I spelled that weird. All right. Did you say. Uh, sorry, <laughs> on Twitter at no wait, <laughs> just find me with that. <laughs> Twitter. All right, all right, guys. If, if, but now you know AJ. If you guys are confused, <laughs> unless we bleep that, I think you need. I think you need to catch AJ outside. <laughs> yeah, we'll bleep out your email Oh, please! But if you do want to email us, you can email us. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com? Oh. Don't oh. email us personally. That's weird. Yeah, and if you want to, I guess. You know, you oh, know. holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's losing his shit. <laughs> All right, David. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy. So do that and follow me there. <laughs> all right. You, you can find links to all of my social media presences at my website, negative1.net. That's negative O-N-E. Uh, You've got to spell it out. .net slash Chad. And uh, if you guys want to send me an email, you can send it to C underscore Wago at yahoo.com. I don't never check that shit. That's a junk <laughs> mail address that I use to sign up for porn sites and stuff. Well, you got to spell out negative. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. God it's not just Jeff. like a dash. <laughs> it's N E G A T I V E O N E dot N E T slash C H A. Like a Gwen Stefani song or something. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you saying that my internet address website, my URL is bananas? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for you to spell that. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to spell. I, I think that you're old enough to know how to spell bananas, <laughs> John Yavis. It's a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, that's another episode in the can. 
Rate, rate, and subscribe, and all that stuff. Rate and subscribe. So you're still just repeating whatever the last thing David said is. <laughs> Get whatever the last thing David said. Sign off, aka your own sign off. Orbits, Get lost. Orbits gum. Eat that. Eat orbits gum. I am staring at orbits. Subway. Eat fresh. Uh, raspberries are good. Time is over. <laughs> Drink water. <laughs> I hope you're going to be served. I'm <laughs> gonna